Hi guys and girls, hope you're well and welcome back to another podcast. I wanted to talk a little bit about your triggers and the guides into getting towards a more whole and freer life. One of the things that often happens as we are walking through this life and we are journeying towards uh, new versions of ourselves, hopefully better tomorrows, is self-sabotaging behaviours. And these self-sabotaging behaviours can help us to uncover deeper truths that we may have squashed down or didn't really have conscious understanding of. This is an important part of the process because uncovering these habits which are often self-defeating that we engage in and understanding the needs in why we do them to create them will help us in to be able to turn our lives around, to realign, to feel more whole and happy, to be able to overcome challenges better. Our triggers do not actually exist just to show us that we are storing unresolved pain Um, In fact, they show us a lot of more deeper things that we often aren't really understanding. Each negative feeling or emotion comes often with a message that we need to interpret. And when we are able to interpret that, we can often do away with some of the chronic issues that we have in our lives and try to be able to bring ourselves into a more homostatus version of ourselves. That means that we aren't pulled into self-sabotaging behaviours as often. And this will then in turn help us to be able to respond better in what is triggering us and process the emotional pain. Interpreting negative emotions is very tough and one in particular I want to talk about today is anger. So anger is an actually a very beautiful and transformative emotion. It's often on the shadow side of ourselves or the dark side and um, we very much are told that it's negative and we want to resist it. However, it's healthy to have anger in life and it's healthy because it shows what we care about it shows where our boundaries are in life and it helps us identify what we feel is not just in this world ultimately anger is trying to mobilize us to an action it's very transformative Informative as it's a very extreme state or a peak state of where we wish to change, where we kind of have this catalyst to change our lives. This is because anger is often a, a transformative one, but we use it as projection, but it's not there for projection. It should be used there for motivation, for helping us to do the changes we seek and we need for better tomorrows. When we bury it and we we don't resolve issues at hand, this is when the anger starts to cross over into the aggression. And when we take the energy around us and impose it on other people or make it about other people. So instead of being afraid of anger, 
we can use it to help set our limits, our boundaries, our priorities, what we think is valuable in this life and what we need in this life to be able to live um, a centered life. We can use it to help us make big important decisions about ourselves and the world around us. So anger is very important because it has so many abilities to be able to help us to transform but we need to make sure that we don't lend into aggression so that we don't project it on others and miss that transformative state one other i'd like to talk about is sadness being a person that has been living a life managing depression and um, being very dark sadness is also something that is normal and a response to loss and very much a response to love. And this emotion often comes up in the times that we are disappointed, uh, that we've lost a job, we've lost a relationship, we've lost something that we thought was a part of our life. It becomes problematic, however, when we allow ourselves to go through when we don't allow ourselves to go through the natural phases of grief because grief is part of the healing process. We often find that it comes in waves. Some days we feel good and other days we just strike down with the inability to be able to operate. And in these moments, we don't need to feel embarrassed or shamed or wrong or that we are weak. In fact, being allowed to cry is a sign of strength because it allows us to have vulnerability and vulnerability allows us to connect to our truth. So it's really important that we understand that we are strong in our sadness. And by this, we can then be able to release that and have permission to feel our feelings. In that way, we can then also be able to process things and move forward in a way that is not shameful but a way that we are in full acceptance of everything of who we are and then be able to utilize that again to be able to move forward in a way that empowers us instead of disempowers us. So as you go through your life there's going to be a lot of experiences with emotion you're going to have regret embarrassment guilt and chronic fear is another common one that often isolates us and causes us to you know be stopped in our tracks but all of these can be actually tools for growth tools for better tomorrow so look in with the permission to feel and with that permission to feel you'll find the abilities to understand yourself and your triggers and how you can move forward in a non-self-sabotaging behavior. I hope this helps and I wish you a beautiful day.